0: You see, we're on a mission from God. Great, God. You're going to need a bigger boat. Hasta vista. Baby, go ahead. Make my day. I'm rookie Bobby. You don't chew Big Red, then you. Welcome to this episode of the Movie Zalots Podcast. I am your host, Tom. Join alongside fellow Zalots, Paul and Joe, how are you guys doing on this episode?
1: Sweet. Fantastic.
0: Fantastic, indeed. This episode is a very special one. We're doing, for the first time, a remake, retake, or a retake, remake. I'm not sure yet. I haven't decided how to name this one. On, uh, <laughs> Oh, shoot, I forgot the name there. Oh, Death Wish. Yeah, that's right. The 1974 Death Wish and the 2018 Death Wish. We're doing both reviews back-to-back, and we'll uh, compare and contrast, see which one comes out on top. And uh, But first, of course like we do every episode, we have to do the Alexa quote of the show. The Alexa quote of the show. And may the odds be ever in your favor. All right, boys. Uh, <laughs> I wish you guys the best of luck on this one. I know you guys will do well. In fact, I'm going to guess there is a chance we get a 10-pointer off this one. It's all going to be come down to Wow. Yeah, I think the year is. I think you. Hmm. I know the year, but that doesn't mean you guys know. You guys may know the year. You're gonna know the movie, and you're gonna know the first build. You're gonna know the three. I think you're gonna know the top three build actors, but the order will be where it gets you, maybe. So uh, here is it is. Is this gonna be another
2: one where mm. we're we're gonna have to give into our sexism and go the wrong way on the movie?
0: <laughs> I cannot answer this question because that would uh, give away stuff. <laughs> <laughs> all right. I so here we go. We're going to need a bigger boat. We're going to need a bigger wow. boat. We're going to need a bigger boat. This is a very famous line. In fact, it's it appears in our opening of uh, m- almost all our episodes, unless we do a special opening. We're going to need a bigger boat.
1: Oh, shoot, man, my head hurts. I hate when I brain fart.
0: Uh-oh, here we go. Now, you know what you guys should do while I'm waiting? Uh, go onto iTunes and give us a five-star review. I think that's a good thing to do. And you know what else you should do? Go tell a friend about the show and tell them to listen. Especially this episode, The Death Wishes. They're quite fantastic. I am waiting for a thumbs up. Any sign of life I'm looking for. I'm getting nothing from them. Hey, also, you know what else you can do? Uh, if you have a comment, question, anything, email the show moviesoutspodcast at gmail.com. and uh, you know, just you know, email and just say hello. At this point, <laughs> please <laughs> let us know you're there because <laughs> we're not getting a lot of love. You know, you guys are busy beavers on this one.
1: I'm watching Paul write these names down, getting more points than me while well, I can't remember something. You're trying similar. to
0: zoom in on his uh, screen.
1: Yeah. <laughs> 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 I'm watching him write, and I'm like, "What? What is he doing?
0: Why is he touching his mouse?" <laughs> <Now he's writing."> <laughs> yeah, <laughs> <laughs> mm, very suspicious. Yeah, all right.
1: Yeah, if there if there were any stakes on this. <laughs> <laughs> hey, I'm smarter than Joe.
0: Or <laughs> <weird>? <laughs> uh, okay, does that indicate only you're four, you're ready, Joe? Only four
1: billion other people can say that.
0: <laughs> oh, we got Paul. Thumbs up. All right, so you guys are both ready?
2: Yeah, we're ready. Oh, ready as ever. We're yep, we ready. Yeah, I still...
1: Well, uh, the extra time gave me gave me time to remember... To watch the movie. Too, but <laughs> I, I, I couldn't name the third. All oh, right.
0: Okay. <laughs> All right, Joe, let's start with you. Uh, yeah. Give me the name of the movie. Oh,
1: oh, gee. Well, name of the movie, we have Jaws.
0: Nice. Okay.
1: 1974. Okay. With Roy Scheider, okay, Richard Dreyfuss, okay, and I have no clue who Quint is.
0: All right, all right, Paul, what you got, buddy?
2: Well, I got Jaws.
0: Jaws, good.
2: Nineteen eighty-five.
0: Holy balls! Are you serious? Nineteen eighty-five.
2: I was just a guess. You're right. Maybe it's too early. I'm sorry. Too late at me. <laughs>
0: You better apologize. Well, there
1: were Jaws jokes in Back to the Future,
0: right? Yeah. Oh yeah. <laughs> okay. You're right. All right. Give me the. Uh...
2: I, I couldn't remember. I couldn't even remember Richard Dreyfuss's name, so I had no not no names. Wow!
0: I can. Are you guys serious? Holy!
2: I'm not a huge Jaws fan, to be honest. Oh, I, I
0: love me some Jaws. Okay. I love Jaws uh, movie. Jaws. The year? Now I I think this is. I know the year because it was the year I was born, 1975.
1: Oh, I was close.
0: Yes, you were very close. Uh, first build, Roy Scheider, of course. Second is Robert Shaw, Joe. That is... Uh, oh, yeah. Robert Shaw is Quinn, right? Yep. And third, Richard Dreyfus. Uh, Richard Dreyfus is third? Yeah, he is third build. Which would, yeah. So sorry, yeah, the lady, the wife, in these old movies, forget about it, you know?
1: She is the star of Jaws 14. <laughs> Actually, she, yeah. she was in jaws 4 right she was the only character in all of them i think
0: yeah well what's his face the british dude right. was in it right uh what's his name oh man that's gonna hurt i can't think of his name
1: awesome yeah it, that, yeah what's his face showed up to uh to uh the,
0: the, what's <laughs> to do that movie uh mike myers father in uh <laughs> yeah movies. exactly and you see <laughs> you know that guy
1: never watched the movie jaws 4 oh really Heard a quote, yeah, someone said, he goes, well, I've never seen the movie, but I have seen the house it built.
0: (laughs) Wow, okay, there you go. (laughs) That's funny. All right, so uh, that was the Alexa quote of the show. Joe gained another point on Paul. Now let's move on to the Death Wish. The first Death Wish we're going to review, of course, is the 1974 Death Wish. It was rated R, one hour, 33 minutes long. Uh, Michael Winner was the director. He also went on to direct death wish two and three uh cast a note charles bronson hope lang and vincent gardenia tagline was vigilante city style judge jury and executioner executioner wow, that's very it's a very bad tagline <laughs> terrible tagline. yeah terrible uh, yeah so it's vigilante comma city style dash dash judge comma Jerry, comma and executioner yeah hmm. interesting uh, okay, so the reviews, IMDb gave it a 7 out of 10. Rotten Tomatoes, to critics, give it a 65. Audience gives it a 68. Uh, notes. Okay, and I thought this, while I was re-watching this movie, I thought, hmm, that one, uh, one of the three guys that uh, ended up doing the, the bad stuff to the, his wife and daughter, I said, that looks a yes. lot like Jeff Goldblum. It was. Yeah. Jeff Goldblum, his, de- his film debut as freak number one gold bloom would also play a similar role as hood number three in charles bronson's later film saint ives (laughs) so there he loves the uh, freaking hood people uh and also playing a young i also i you know something clicked in my mind when i saw this too but i didn't place it playing a young police patrol officer patrolman jack riley this movie features actor christopher guest in one of his early screen roles so there you go, Christopher oh, wow. Guest. Yeah, uh, the name Paul Kersey for the Charles Bronson character was act was an actual name of one of the extras hired for the movie. He allowed the name, the use of his name, in exchange for his appearing in all possible scenes requiring an extra. I but, wonder what they liked Paul Kersey so then, much. No wait, about. this is
2: based on a book, though. Yes. Okay. All right. Is, yeah. is the book name different? Is the name I in the book different? I do
0: what? not know.
2: That seems a little weird. Okay.
0: That is weird, but yes, it is based on a book. You are correct, Paul. Uh, this movie produced four sequels, Death Wish 2, 1982, Death, Death Wish 3, 1985, Death Wish 4, The Crackdown, 1987, and Death Wish 5, The Face of Death, 1994. Charles Bronson played Paul Kersey in all four sequels. Audiences loved the film so much that Paramount raised the ticket prices from $3.50, that's $3.50, to $4 per ticket. At that point, only The Godfather and The Great Gatsby uh, had had been that expensive. So this is a big hit. Uh, Sylvester Stallone was set to direct and star in the remake for MGM back in 2008. Okay, here we go. The infamous body count. What be the body count for this movie?
2: 12? Well, doesn't he kill like...
1: Four? No, he doesn't kill that many people. It's what, five or... We
2: have to count the old woman too, right? And then... Uh... All
0: right, I'll put you out of your misery. 11. 10 killed by Paul. Yeah, so the wife got wow. killed, uh, but he killed the other 10 people.
1: <laughs> he killed 10? Wow.
0: Yeah, he's, he's busy.
1: See, I always over-guessed this, so I, so I down, I down myself, and see what happens. Didn't work.
0: Uh, okay, so who wants to go first with the initial review of the 1984 version of this movie? Anybody want to volunteer?
2: Sure. Let, let's, let's let's have it out. So, so it's it. very, very, very problematic movie, right? Um... So first of all, did you re- <laughs> did did you did
0: you read the book, Paul?
2: No, I did not. Okay. but I hear that the book was. Well, okay, so I'm reminded of um, someone once said that just satire doesn't ever really come across, right? And I I think that's the case here in that I think the original book was not a this isn't this great how this guy is do what this guy is doing, but it was instead a look at one man's descent into madness. Um, And I don't think it came across that way when it was actually played, which. there's a lot of dog, not even dog whistles. There's out and out, right? Well, more. The one line that shocked me, I think, was the more black people mug people than ah. Oh,
0: okay. <laughs> <laughs> um, um,
2: wow. Um, yeah, and he's killing strangers. It's completely. I I I'd, I'd like to compare this to three billboards, and that I think that in some ways the one is it's the same theme, but the one takes away all of the, you know, let's put it in an urban setting and make it about anti guns. Instead, let's put it in a rural setting and, and maybe, and turn it out how it probably would turn out instead of, you know, this fantasy about um, decreasing crime because you randomly kill people. Um, (laughs) I don't know. It it, is tough.
0: So So, I, I
2: love three billboards, but I think they, with the same kind of theme, right? A woman who's, uh, well someone's lost or their, their loved one was raped and murdered and they, they want justice and they end up deciding they're going to kill a random person just because well they don't makes up for it right they're um, on
0: the, they're on the way to do it they don't necessarily well, no do but
2: uh, but i mean i but in the same you can see the parallels though you can see yeah. how one would be a whereas death wish is set in an urban setting <clears throat> so there's a lot of like you know it's it's those Black people. Oh, I'm sorry I should say it, but that's kind of how it feels like. Um, no,
1: no, they actually say that during the movie.
2: Yeah. So um,
1: <laughs> This was the 70s. They talked like that.
2: <laughs> so, uh, yeah. I, um, I, I The movie's horrible. I mean, it, it was horrible. It wasn't even that interesting. And they didn't really an- analyze. He didn't seem to have any sort of remorse. There was no. C- the the women the women were his property that had gotten abused and so then he you know he's within his right to take back it, there's just so many levels that this is wrong you know because there it's not about the poor girl that got sexually assaulted she's she's never seen again right i mean they talk about her and and the, she went catatonic and all of that but she's never heard from him again yeah that um, that
0: in, that scene in particular was pretty brutal I mean, that was a vicious scene where they're uh, beating up the mother and ripping the clothes off the uh, the daughter. That was well.
2: On one level, yeah, but on another level, they didn't actually, they didn't actually rape her. And I, I nope, guess nope. I'd like to think of a woman would be, I don't know. I, I,
1: um, well, well, they did spray paint her ass, and now Charles Bronson can't
2: sell her. Yeah, yeah, that's what it <laughs> felt like. It felt like you know wow. he, he he was he was violated in the worst way possible. His women were were it's violated lost, and made useless. They, right.
1: They, they lost her resale value. There's <laughs> wow. Her. All right. So, so do
2: not watch it under, under any if, Oh if, wow! In case you missed that, um, <laughs> do not watch under any situation is what I would give it, and um, and of course that's a heavy dose of my uh, liberalism, I guess. But
0: All right. anyway, oh, okay, that's my thoughts. Joe's gonna say, see it opening weekend.
1: <laughs> <laughs> you, you you hang up. The, you pause this podcast, and you watch it now. <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>
0: Uh. <laughs> uh, Joe, Joe, what do
1: you think? Now you know, any movie that opens with Charles Bronson in a speedo can't be all wrong, right? <laughs> <laughs> it was disturbing from that point. I'm like, uh. oh, it's seriously, Charles Bronson in a speedo taking, taking candid photos of his wife on the beach.
0: You know, like, um, wow. that scene was added uh, at the last minute. Initially, the script never had him and his wife in a scene together at all. But they wanted to establish a little about it that he loved her and stuff, blah, blah, blah. So
1: they had to show he cared for her in some way. <laughs> yeah, yep. Yeah, it, yeah, and it was It was. so. And the music was just because I, I turned on, I'm playing it here, and and my wife comes walking in the room and says, I hear the 70s. <laughs> 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 just the, just the, the sound effects of it all. What well, just had that nostalgia of your childhood? But yeah, the way they handled everything in the movie. I mean, the guy, the one cop. They, they they couldn't even pronounce the word maui properly and was pretending he was doing some rare exotic thing by visiting hawaii <laughs> <laughs> right i mean i'm like really the word maui you have to make fun of i mean come on <laughs> and in their in their take on guns and all this stuff it was just it was so knee-jerk political reaction from the 70s it was it was crazy um and what like in like like paul said i mean they there was zero depth to this character at all. I mean, I'd always heard of all these movies growing up. Everyone's talked about death wish, but I had never seen any. And you know, it honestly, it probably should have stayed that way. <laughs> <laughs> Cause <laughs> hearing about the movies was better than actually watching it.
0: So what uh, review so, do you give it?
1: I, I'd say you, this one you can skip.
0: <laughs> all right. All right. Here's my review. Uh, I uh, me, me, uh, <laughs> cut to the chase. Yeah, skip this movie. There's nothing worthwhile in this movie. It's such a weird movie because it has a very strange anticlimactic ending where like, and it's so weird because the cops like in the, we'll get to in the remake, they could never make this movie uh, scene for scene now in today's uh, era. Like the cops have the murder weapon in hand and there's like, yeah, why don't you go away and we'll forget about all this. I mean, my Lord. I mean,
1: you could, We you, don't want to look bad. Why yeah. do you leave town?
0: What? That is insane. I was watching like, wow, this is insane. Yeah, they, they don't want to <laughs> look bad. Oh, that's insane. And another weird plot point is he never actually finds or does anything with the killers who actually did the, uh, the uh, murder and the beating up of his daughter and his wife. Like he at no point does yeah, he, he just went on
2: a spree. He just right? went
0: on to start killing random people. <laughs> and,
2: and I think that like the book, from what I've read, with the book about, what the book you know is like, the book is really about how this guy goes nuts. It's not really about how this guy gets. You know, the reason he's he's killing strangers is because yeah, it, I guess it's just to show violence begets violence, kind of thing. You know, it, there's just no.
0: It's just ah. weird that they don't come back and somehow he finds the people that actually did it. Like there's no resolution.
2: No, He never tried.
1: I mean, the guy has no, zero depth, He just, depth, right? he just he goes, kills
0: a shoot. bunch of people, gets caught essentially. And he goes and leaves town to another place where he goes starts to back Chicago up and in decides he's movie place up yeah. too. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah a very. It was a very weird movie that just kind of ended. And I, I'm sitting there like, that's it. Really? That's, that's the end of this movie. That's <laughs> nothing got resolved. Nothing happened. He just went on, killed some random random people, and just left town. Uh, what a weird, weird movie. I, I yeah, there, there is no reason to watch this movie. Uh so don't do it. Yeah, d- save your time. In fact, go see the new one, and we'll get to that uh, right now. Uh, so, if, guys, anything else to say about this particular movie? And he's an architect in this one, by the way. Nothing. Uh, and I never read the description of this movie, did I? Let me read the description real quick I, I, before we move on. Uh, a New York City architect becomes a one-man vigilante squad after his wife is murdered by street street punks. In which he randomly goes out and kills would-be muggers on the mean streets after dark. Yeah. So that yeah that that's pretty much yeah. Now you don't need to go see the movie because that is literally what happens. It's very very uh, very strange, strange movie. Uh, yeah. So that's three outstanding. Oh, this is the first time I think we've ever. Oh no, maybe uh the room. We all said don't see. <laughs> but uh that's like, <laughs> yeah,
1: very uh Oh, did you, when you were at the theater this weekend, did you see the uh, previews for the the new Tommy Wiseau movie?
0: I did. I cannot believe somebody's letting him uh what yes. What are some friends or something, right?
1: It, yeah, it was yeah, exactly. It was just horrible. And I think if you're ever going to put Tommy Wiseau in a movie ever again, they need to remake Mission Impossible and have <laughs> <him
0: as Rupert. laughs> yes. Hey, uh, speaking of uh, trailers, did you see the new Rock? Uh, was it skyscraper? Do you see that preview?
2: Rampage? Rampage? No, no,
0: not Rampage. No, it's another one.
2: Another one. Wow, he's busy. Another one. Wow.
0: Yeah, it was. Um, so is he like
1: redoing all this 1970s disaster movies?
0: Maybe. I'm not sure if this is the same type thing. Yeah, he goes into a skyscraper, and of course. Bad things happen at first. When 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 I saw the preview and it was going oh, on.
1: Oh yeah, he has the one leg, right? Yes, yes.
0: When I first started watching yes! the preview, I thought, "Wait a second, is this a Die Hard remake?" But no, yeah, it is. Uh, it is a skyscraper. It looks good. I am definitely in anything Rock related. I'm down with.
2: Yeah. Uh, if it, if the Rock is there, I'm with you.
0: I'm he's good. making. He's just. He's the biggest man in Hollywood. Man, that dude is just making movies.
2: Isn't it early for a Grinch remake though? Anyway, go ahead.
0: Well, this is a cartoon though, right? So. Yeah, you're right. Yeah, you're come right. on, man. All right, now let's move onward and upward to Death Wish 2018. This one is rated R as well. Its runtime is one hour, 47 minutes. Director is Eli Roth. You may know him from Hostel and Cabin Fever in other horror movies. This is his first movie uh, outside that genre. Cast a note, Bruce Willis, Vincent D'Onofrio, and Elizabeth Shue. Tagline for this one, much better. They came for his family. Now he's coming for them imdb gives it a 6.8 out of 10 rotten tomatoes the critics give it a 15 can you believe that 15 you know i mean let me go back let me go back to the original death wish the original death wish the critics gave it a 65 they give the remake a 15 how is that possible
2: well it's not exactly a great time to be bringing out this particular film i think
0: (sighs) that's just all politics. The audience, though, God bless you, audience, 85%. Uh, brief description. Dr. Paul Kersey is an experienced trauma surgeon, uh, a man who has spent his life saving lives. After an attack on his family, Paul embarks on his own mission for justice. That's right. Uh, okay, the budget is $30 million. Opening weekend, $14 million, which was March 4th. Uh, gross to date, which is March 8th, so not much room to grow uh, 17 million. I hope this movie does enough to get a sequel. Uh, <laughs> well, I don't want to give away my review, but uh, <laughs> uh, let's, let's, let's here's hoping. I think you just kind of did. Yeah, didn't you? damn it. I did. I right. have. All right, let's go with some notes. Actors considered for the role of Paul Kersey included Liam Neeson, which obviously, right? Uh, that would have been horrible. Russell Crowe, Matt Damon, Bruce Willis, uh, Benicio del Toro, Will Smith, and Brad Pitt. Bruce Willis was obviously chosen to star in the end. Eli Roth has directed several horror films. This is his first time he directed a film not in the horror genre, which I already said. Director Eli Roth spent a lot of time with Chicago detectives to get the details of the police district correct. In the film, in the corner of the open murder murder case board, appears a card that says, We're going to need a bigger board. A reference to the famous Jaws line, We're going to need a bigger boat. This was something that Roth actually saw on a board in the police captain's office. In the movie, Paul Kersey and Frank Kersey are brothers, and they are both left-handed. They are respectively played by Bruce Willis and Vincent D'Onofrio, who are actually left-handed in real life. The film ends with Paul's daughter going to attend college in New York. Appropriately, the original Death Wish and its odd-numbered sequels were all set in New York. Now, let me ask you guys a question before we move on. At the very end of the movie, when uh, she's going to college, and he says, hey, if you need anything, I'll be a few blocks up the road. I'll be a few, few blocks up. Does that indicate he relocated to New York? I assume so. Yeah. It seemed that way. So it's setting up because for a sequel, right?
1: It that first movie, right? Because you had the first one. He went from New York to Chicago. Now he's yes. going from Chicago to New York. Yes. Right?
0: So uh, from that one line where he said, hey, I'll be a couple blocks up if you need anything, I think that was indicating that he actually relocated to New York. So that sets up a perfect time to uh, have a sequel. Just saying. Uh, let's see. The film take pla- takes place in Chicago, opposed to New York, to where the novel and original film took place. The original film, Death Wish, 1974, ended with the main character, Paul Kersey, moving to Chicago, as well as a novel sequel, Death Sentence, taking place in the same city, too. The ending of this film parallels the original, where Paul Kersey points his finger at a thief, like a gun. Now I did, I love that connection. I, I like that little uh, homage to the first where he does the little, uh, <laughs> the little gun shooting. I like that. It was nice. Because the first
2: one was so good?
0: Well, not because, just because, hey, you, you know, whether the first, your ancestors were good or not, you got to give them a little credit. You know what I mean?
2: Yeah, and I don't know if
1: that was so much as an homage to the to the first film or the fact that they used the same script for both movies.
0: <laughs> <laughs> I'm not so certain they did. There's a lot. Okay, so let me give my review first, because I think it's only, okay. the only positive one. I love this movie. I thought this movie was awesome. I want a sequel. I want to see it again. Uh, as soon as, uh, what's his face? Um, as soon as I saw the guy from Breaking Bad uh, was the cop, I was all in. That movie, oh oh man, I love this movie. This movie is so great. So I took my wife to see it with me and she's a she's a fan of like John Wick, those type of movies. So she loved this movie as well. And I tell you, that coffee table scene, this is a spoiler, when uh, at the very end, when he kicks a coffee table and he pulls out the machine gun and blows that dude away, I didn't even see that coming. That was so good. That was so well done. You know, it's just like, they show like the commercial of that stupid gun shop <laughs> and they show that table and then they actually have it at the very end. I, I totally that was unexpected, and oh man, that's a good ending to that movie. Also, you know, here's a tip in general for bad guys: if you got a, if you got the main character, <laughs> the protagonist of a movie, dead to rights, just kill the dude. It never goes well if you want to sit down and talk to the guy <laughs> before you kill him. You're gonna end up dying, and that's exactly what happens in this movie where uh, he had him dead. He had him. All he had to do was kill him. Nope. He wants to tell. He wants to burn his daughter in front of her. Some crazy shit. Oh. Dude, just kill the guy. But man, this yeah, movie. Do
1: you, yeah. Do you have to explain what you're going to do after he's dead? <laughs> I mean, he's dead, right?
0: <laughs> I. What's it matter? I love this movie. This is 100% a first run movie for me. This movie is awesome. And the fact they got back in black, ACDC. Come on, guys. Please tell. Them. And he goes back. <laughs> he kills the original guys. Like I said, the the Paul or no, Don. What's his name? I don't know. The guy, well, Eli Roth is a big star of Breaking Bad in that character, so it was good. That's why he basically had him on. But, man, so, there's not there's nothing bad about this movie. It is so fun, so good. You know, I'll say more. I, I, I'm kind of flabbergasted. I'm a cop in the moment. But uh, when you guys give your reviews, maybe I'll interject some other thoughts. But, man, I, I don't know about you guys. I say first run all the way. Uh, maybe not opening weekend, but definitely first run. Oh, such so such a good movie. Go see it. Please. Let's get this thing a sequel. <laughs> All right. Uh okay. Well, Paul, let's let's, let's go with you and we'll finish <laughs> up the <with laughs> <this. laughs>
2: um, here comes the Hammer baby. Yeah. Wow. Um you know it it tried to be better. I I it's a little No, wait a second. You part ha- of it, is, it has is, to be better than the original. Uh, no, it is better than the ri- original and it and it's a little hypocritical for me to hate it. I hate it. a lot of my hate. Some of my hate comes from The fact that it's based on the other one, right? Um, And that they did try to fix a lot, and it's a little hypocritical for me to be hard on it because, like, I like Commando, and how much different really is this from Commando or, you know, from any of those action movies where you go save? Yeah. At at least he's not killing, well, he does kill randoms, though.
0: He Um, does kill, (laughs) but but, he kills a lot of random people. But (laughs) it's for a good cause. Like, that kid got shot. So I went oh. to the ice cream man. <laughs> I'm your last customer. <laughs> oh, come on, guys. Come on.
1: Well, the ice cream man was a good killing. But that first one, you, you just saw people in a fight in the street. And decides, oh, I'm just going to kill everybody involved.
0: Uh, well, yeah. I, I, uh, it's I gotta like Bruce
2: Willis. But OK. All right. So there was something positive to say about it. I, I, I wouldn't watch this. I, I might watch it streaming. or I'd probably wait till it was on network television and see it, which is a long time, right?
0: Streaming. Okay. So which one is it? Streaming or network television?
2: Network television. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. Oh, I guess wow. it was streaming. Second in, you know, to I, lowest. I, I Paul's just... got to catch it on TNT.
0: Yeah. <laughs> Jeez. Are you uh, kidding?
2: And, and a lot of it, I think it's because I, maybe it's just because I associate, because again, I liked Arnold's movies and I, he's had plenty where it, it, it's more gun fetishizing, maybe
0: even. This movie um, fixes all the issues of the original. He, uh, first of all, he's not randomly killing except for that. Well, that wasn't random. But he does no. randomly kill. Them. No, okay. The first car, the first—he
1: <laughs> does some random killing. The first
0: murders. First of all, the first murders. No, 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 no. Okay, wait a second. The first murders. He sees some uh, people stealing a SUV, stealing, you know, kidnapping a person, so he shoots at him. The guy gets out of the car, starts shooting at him. So that's self-defense. He shoots him. It's like he a dog.
1: some people performing a robbery.
0: Yeah. No, 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 no. He stopped them from committing the robbery. The guy came out and started shooting at him. So he went over, shot him back, and then he was dying. He's a surgeon, so he knows this guy ain't going to make it. So he puts the final bullet in just to, you know, spare him. uh, He's a mercy killing at that point. Then he goes over to the other guy, the driver. He died on his own. He didn't kill him. So he died on his own. Then everyone else, like the ice cream man, he shot that little kid, and he said, hey, next time it won't be your leg. So he had to do that, right? Uh, What else? (laughs) All the other murders. Then he found out the people that killed his family, so... Obviously, uh, he's killing those people, right?
2: But it's it, it's all wow. about gun fetishes. fetish How do you say that word? Vegetation? You know that it could fix everything. It was a little odd timing, right? After a big shoot, couldn't they have waited? Of course, like maybe they wait have to wait forever in this country. Yeah, but you can't. Yeah, yeah you're uh, never gonna get. You're never gonna find it. In the fact of three straight weeks. <laughs>
0: <laughs> and another brutal scene when uh, he kills that guy with a the jack. Yeah. And the car falls yeah. and his brain goes, oh man, that was so, oh, that was very violent. That was, uh, oh, come on, come on, Paul. But
2: violent doesn't bother, I mean, it doesn't bother me as much as, ah, uh,
0: anyway. I had to look away when he was cutting into that guy's leg, the tenon thing or whatever. I was like, whoa, that was too much for was, me. But, yeah. yeah, yeah that, motor oil in the nerve yeah. or whatever he
1: was doing. <laughs> was, yeah. Come on, really? This movie. It's Eli Roth. I mean, he yeah. had an Eli Roth movie with no torture porn. Are you kidding me?
2: <laughs> Paul, I haven't seen Hostile. The Hostile, though. Paul, you're, well, yeah, it's good.
1: It, it's great. I mean, if you like the scene where he cut the leg and tortured the guy by the nerve, just picture <laughs> that for two hours.
0: <laughs> All right, Paul. So you give it a C on network television. Wow.
2: Yeah, in which case it'll probably be a lot edited down anyway, right? Well, hey, that's so. a step
0: up from the original, I guess. <laughs> yeah, it is a,
2: a little step up. Yeah.
0: Wow. Okay. All right, Joe. Come on, man. Let's have a little redemption.
2: It,
1: it was it was much better than the 1974 Bronson movie. Okay. I mean, there, first of all, no doubt goes, about um, yeah. it. Yeah. It was fun. Yes. Yes. I'm I'm happy that they didn't need to go on to to make another rape revenge movie. So they they didn't rape her. Just I, when they started that movie, they got the girl in the house. I'm like, oh god damn it, they're gonna rape <laughs> her. Just to keep... I'm like, oh shit. But they didn't. And I'm like, well, that's nice. <laughs> um, you know and, and so so the actors were good. I mean, you know, hey, a little lack of rape, which is nice. We can do with a little less of that every
0: week. Hey, tell me you didn't love the fact um, that you know, the cop from Breaking Bad was in it.
1: I loved him. Oh. I loved uh, the the cast I loved. I liked Vincent D'Onofrio Yes, um, I love him too. Really he plays it, such you know. a good
0: like in his other roles, he's either like a bad guy like in Jurassic World or he plays like someone who's like just mentally unhinged or like he plays like a simp- yeah. very sympathetic character. And in this movie, he does the same where he's unemployed and he's borrowing money and he plays that role so yeah, well. Yeah, he was,
1: he was a good guy. He was a good guy. He was, you know, not doing so great, but he was a good guy trying and I really liked him. Uh, you know, the guy from The Cop, wonderful. He was uh-huh. great. Elizabeth Shue, I've always loved her as an actress.
0: Isn't and, it weird? You know,
1: and I, and I like it. She's in Hollywood for what all these years?
0: Uh, i mean, kid. to see this woman naked for 30 years. Yes,
1: Karate and Karate I Kid. Still I was like, and I still do.
0: <laughs> <laughs> she was a love interest in Karate Kid, and now she's Bruce Willis's wife in this movie. What? Wow,
1: yes. I mean, I I was hot for her as a teenager, and oh, I was hot yeah. for her as a middle-aged man. I'm telling you, it's <laughs> wonderful. It's a good thing for her career. And, and the best part is, is as far as I know, she's never ripped off her clothes for a role. So good for her. Bad for us. <laughs> but I, I think she's, I think she's a great actress, and I and I really and I thought she was good And So the actors were all great. I mean, Bruce Willis, you gotta love, right?
0: Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. So and what so, what part yeah, of the story I, didn't you like? Because the story was good. I love the story. Me?
1: Eh, I don't know. The story just went, meh. It, it felt like the first one. It was like, wow, this is a copy
0: of that movie. No, it just, no, no. You're insane.
1: I mean, they, they saved a lot of money by not needing writers, right? They just, oh, hey, let's no. just use that script.
0: First of all, he finds that his whole thing is revenge on those three people. His He's not, uh, I don't know. <laughs> but
1: anyway, I, I felt it was more of a tweak. To the, to the story. I mean, they you know, they said, okay, let's go. It's a better from Chicago story. To New York instead of New York to Chicago. I mean, they improved it. I mean, they had, you know what? 40 years to do that. So I would hope so. the
0: fact that he found the guys and killed those guys. And then he found closure per se. That was it t- totally changed the story. The, the whole, the whole, that first one where he just kills randos and the cops force him out of town. 100% he's going on to keep killing in uh, New York or Chicago, wherever the first movie he moves mm-hmm. to. Where this one, like they do a sequel, God willing, uh, there's gonna be something that's gonna have to spark him to kill again, because he's yeah, he's, but the promise, yeah, yeah,
1: he like he gave up violence and well, I mean you had the whole thing the cop letting him go, like the cop knew it was him, had him dead to rights, and goes eh,
0: no, that's in the first one, not in the second one. The second one he knew. Not the second one. No, no, he had no proof, he had no evidence, he didn't have the gun. If he had the gun, I guarantee you in this one he would have arrested him. I guarantee you. But he had no evidence. He knew there was nothing he could do. He's like, I "Hey, knew it are was you him done and he
1: didn't really even pursue it.
0: Well, are you going to? He's done. He killed some, uh, you know, bad guys. That, that's much more uh, politically correct. than, hey, we have the murder weapon. If you leave town, uh, you'll be all right. If not, we're going to persecute you. Yeah, no. In this movie, if uh, he would have had the gun, Bruce Willis would have 100% went to jail. 100%.
2: Like how you're so certain. Exactly, Tom's like, oh, I've got him.
1: But no, I mean, I I I liked it a lot. I liked it. It was okay. Um, it wasn't a great movie. My son loved it. I mean, he's like, thank
0: you, your son. You know what? Put him on. Get out of here.
1: (laughs) (laughs) But it was good. I, you know, I'd say, you know, hey, stream it. Right. I mean, you're like, like Paul made the, the, you know the commando if you have a choice you're sitting around saturday and you're on netflix you don't know what to watch you see commando or something now go ahead and watch death wish it's fun second run until, no second run until the rock until the rock remakes commando wow <laughs> and then you go <laughs> see that thing opening weekend
0: <laughs> you guys are insane you
1: know <laughs> i'm a huge rock fan i'd say i'd say it's a great movie to sit back and and watch you know on a saturday
0: it's a good movie to see any day at the theater. Go now, see it. It is so good. <laughs> Paul, you're insane. Joe, you're a little insane because you wait. What do you stream it? Come on, man. Jeez, you guys are. That's rough. That's a very good movie. So much better than original. Yeah, the original. So there you go. That's our retake, remake, or remake retake. Uh, the first one, don't bother. Second one, at least as far as I'm concerned, go out, check it out. It is such a good movie. You will not be disappointed unless you're Paul and possibly Joe. I don't know. <laughs> you guys are insane. <laughs> uh, guys, I
1: wasn't disappointed in it. I just, I was like, eh, you know, there, there's a lot better things out.
0: Now, if they were to name this uh, uh, Day of the Damned or just some random name, would that uh, up your rating at all? Is the fact that it's a remake of Death Wish, does that uh, hurt this rating at all? I
2: think it did okay yeah I think I think it did for me too see you guys aren't i haven't admitted to that that yeah. I admitted that you know if I love commando how, how much different is this storyline really that's um, what I mean
0: see you, you guys got to look at this movie as for what it is don't look at what a what the remake version but of you
2: can't do that
0: can't I am that. I am. they named it death wish not me let me tell you something i I am with you guys on the 1974 death Wish. that thing was awful it made no sense it just ended like okay there you go <laughs> This thing, though, I walked in with no expectations, and I walked out like, I am a huge fan of this. I want to see Death Wish 2, 3, 4, and 5. Let's go. Let's do it right now. And I expected you guys a little better reviews than what you gave. Quite honestly, you guys are insane. I, I think you guys are uh, letting Death Wish uh, 1 cloud your judgment, which is uh, a shame because you guys should be professionals because we're on a podcast. <laughs> <laughs> You guys are acting like two-bit amateurs on this thing. <laughs> <laughs>
1: I'm not paying you
0: guys to importly review this. All right, <laughs> uh, you know, let's end this thing right now because you guys are uh, driving me insane. I'm gonna have to do my own death wish. So I like to thank you guys once again for coming on the episode, even though you gave poor reviews of the second movie. Paul, Joe, thank you. And until next time, that's a wrap.